Good evening. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Saturday. Uh, what is right now? Evening? Midday. <laughs> Midday. Evening. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing well. It's been a beautiful day out there. I'm sure a lot of people got there and played and worked in their uh, yards today. We and, didn't. No, we didn't. <clears throat> I'm too sick to. I'm always sick. But Brandy made an awesome meal today. She made her own. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clark. She made her own uh, special uh, spaghetti sauce and homemade meatballs <laughs> and spaghetti. I mean, she made it from scratch. She, you didn't scratch when you made it, did you? Uh, maybe yeah. once okay. or twice. And uh, it was awesome. Us, she made a chocolate cake with homemade icing. So, see, that's why I'm getting fatter because she keeps cooking like this. So, it's making me a fat boy. But it is so good. I will not lie. It is very, very good. So, thank you, Brandy. You're welcome. Sir. It's the Mad and Brandy Show. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, <clears throat> on a serious note, though, I know something's on the hearts of everybody's. I mean, it's all on everybody's minds and hearts is uh, the little baby Evelyn. Uh, they found the remains of uh, yesterday, and uh, I know a lot of people are just heartened and saddened over that. It is uh, tragic and terrible, and, and uh, prayers, uh, you know, uh, for this situation, uh, prayer that uh, justice will be served. But uh, one thing is be rest assured, justice will be served, whether it's on this side of heaven or on judgment day, one way or the other, that's it's going to happen, and of uh, course. God's word's pretty clear. You don't want God's, if you hurt a child, you will invoke God's wrath. So uh, justice will be served one way or the other. So, but, uh, so I know a lot of people have, uh, are really upset about that. I think a lot of us knew the outcome before the news reported it, but we're all holding out hope. So, right. but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and move on to something uh, new and different. Uh, Brandy, tell us about your day today. How was your day? It was wonderful. No, I had to go to the grocery store. Oh, that grocery store. I told this other woman, she was a housewife that looked like me, and I said, oh, isn't that awful that we come to the grocery store just to have some time by herself? That's our therapy. It seems to the like store. every time I go to Walmart, I don't have my makeup on. I run into somebody. Exactly. I, I do. I, hate that. I do I for hate sure. That. I, sure. I hate that. I don't have my lips on, and I might run into Mike Clark here or somebody. Exactly. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I just run to the next aisle. So if you see the tail end of me, you know I don't have my makeup on. <laughs> well, no. Let's not be looking at your tail end, Brandy. But, uh, so, but yeah, you was telling us what all the shelves were empty. and Yeah, uh, Walmart, yeah. Uh, the, I mean, uh, the toilet paper aisle was like just completely wiped out. Yeah. The bleach aisle, I was like, really? No uh, Clorox wipes. Uh, I think what it was, I, according to what, because I put a little thing out there asking sincerely. Right. I don't want people to ask trying to be a smart guy. What is going on, you know? And uh, uh, I think partly people are panicking over this coronavirus thing, which I don't get because the flu has killed far more people than the coronavirus ever yeah. thought about, the, the Wuhan flu, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, but I think a lot of people are buying up supplies and sending so yeah. them down to the, the, those who are, uh, have been hit with this tornado. So, uh, you know, so when you put that into perspective, I think it's more so going to uh, Nashville. Donations, yeah. yeah. So I think that's what it is more than anything. So, because somebody, I didn't want really to think about that. Somebody said that earlier. Right. And uh, so I uh, have a feeling that's where most of it's at. So, and plus you've got people out there, they just... They're uh, they're panicked and they're prepping and uh, so I don't know uh, what is uh, uh, what they're worried about with the toilet paper. I don't know. Yeah, I so, mean, does the coronavirus give you something bad that you have to it, use no, a lot it of toilet paper? No, it doesn't give you the runs. It's more of a re upper respiratory thing. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't going to say that yeah, runs. Well, really? hey, 
If you run out of toilet paper, I guess you have to do like we did back in the 1800s. Use a corn cob. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Ow! That I, would be rough on the hemorrhoids, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't marry you to use a corn cob. Thank you. <laughs> well, don't knock it till you try it, honey. But <laughs> Uh, so I digress. Too anyway, much. too much. Uh, you know, uh, me and Brandy, we uh, we we've started doing these uh, podcasts together. Originally, I was doing it by myself, and, and he wasn't getting nowhere. Yeah, we didn't get nowhere. No check. I had to take had to it tuck her to to get some uh, notoriety. It tuck her fame. Her her. Uh, I'm, her no, face, I'm known by all. Her, her known by all. Her Hollywood <laughs> uh, Walk of Fame star. Exactly. Her, it's what uh, is, is starting to get this podcast off the ground. Exactly. Now I was doing this for by myself a little while, and just felt like something was lacking. The Lord laid on my heart to bring uh, my wife on, and it's been, Lord has blessed our podcast tremendously. I can I mean, we've had over like just last week alone, we had over 500 people watching. I thought that was incredible. And I have no and, education. <clears throat> no, you're very smart, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it is, because uh, I got to think, you know, I was doing it by myself. And really, if you think about it, it really wasn't much different than my morning devotionals. And, uh, and you know, you know, I was trying to do something different with interviewing people, which I haven't stopped doing. You know, we're going to still bring in guests and, and interview them. I, I still want to go, like, I'm going to call the Joss City Mall and see if they'll let us do a setup and do a live podcast broadcast there. And uh, different things. So, so I got some things in mind I would like to do. And um, thank you, Mrs. Sipe. And Mrs. Sipe. Uh, Brandy has an anniversary. Her and Mr. Sipe, I, I forgot how many years. 51 years. So 51 years. Yes, so happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. So I meant to ride on there, and I got sidetracked and didn't get to ride it underneath. Uh, he, he put a very uh, loving uh, post and uh, picture, so happy anniversary. They do that on says, everything. being a good man. Behind. behind. Oh, behind a good man is a great one. I'm sorry I didn't see Are it. Are you blind? Uh, yes, I have an eye appointment Monday, so there. <laughs> So, but, we were, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, read we, that again. I didn't even hear it. I didn't even hear it. Yes, behind a good man is a great woman. Thank so, you, Kimberly. She didn't say you, she just said behind a good man's a great woman. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Me. But uh, anyway, so you know, when we do these podcasts, uh, podcast. Bod, that's what you said. Podcast. Oh, well, are we doing podcast? I'm, I'm wearing my Grateful Dead dun, shirt. If anybody wants to dun, say, dun, 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 really, we don't want to see that. Dun, dun, but I am wearing my Grateful Dead dun, shirt. Dun, dun. Right, so, anyway, uh, you know, I don't want people to misunderstand that we are uh, pastors, Matt and Brandy. I, yeah. So it's as it's not the case. I am pastor. Or Dr. Matthew Young, I am an ordained minister. My wife is not. My wife is my helper. She's there to to with for to support, uh, to uh, to encourage, and she's there. To, she's my helpmate. She's there to do the things that I can't do. And uh, and God put us together. We're partners in crime, if you will. And uh, and reason why you know Brandy was concerned about this last week, uh, and uh, I never really thought about it. She said that. Because you sit down in a lot of churches today as pastors and it has the husband and wife's name. Uh, that is unbiblical. That is wrong. I know that that's going to ruffle some feathers. It is a controversial topic. And uh, my wife, I love her dearly. She helps me tremendously in the ministry and uh, she loves the Lord. And she uh, plays a very important role. But uh, as uh, God's Word says, we'll get into it in a minute. Uh, a man is to be the head of the church, just as God is 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 the head, and a man is the head of the relationship. And we'll get into that here in just one second. So, uh, and uh, to have a female pastor is wrong. Now, you may disagree with that. You may be a fan of 
Joyce Myers or Beth Moore, or um, I can't remember some of these others out there. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you other than the fact that, you know, if you are ministered to by people like that, remember, God even made a donkey talk, all right? So you may not may not uh, like that uh, comparison, but uh, even a blind, horn, a blind hog finds an acorn every now and then. And uh, just because, you know, even though what they're doing is wrong and unbiblical, there may be God can put a nugget of truth out there through them somehow, but what they're doing is wrong. I don't agree with Trump having, uh, what is her name that uh, he has with him? Is that Martin Luther King's? No, no, she's a blonde-headed woman. I want to say Beth Moore, but that ain't Beth Moore. Uh, who's, I can't remember. Anyway, I don't agree with that. And to be honest with you, I'm surprised Franklin Graham hadn't really said anything about it. But... Uh, uh, Mrs. Sop said, thank you to no fighting. So we'll try. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> so, um, Brandy's concerned about that and we don't want to portray that that is the case. Uh, we, we like to come together. We like to do these podcasts together. We just, we like, have to have we just like to have fun. Yeah. That's what this is about. Uh, the podcast is to have a male and female perspective on certain topics. A tit for tat. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, <laughs> okay. Like, so we, uh, 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 so that's why we do that. But if you know, if you notice in the church, I preach. My father preaches, and, and my wife does not preach from the pulpit. My mother doesn't preach from the pulpit, and so uh, that, that way you can see that. But when we do the podcast, we're just having fun, right? Yeah, so I do enough and, preaching here. Yeah, trust me. So <laughs> sometimes after a after a good good. Good sermon. I almost wonder if I need to give a donation or not. I'm half expecting the <laughs> offer plate. I'm so. going to start doing that. Passing the plate and see what <laughs> might, happens. Might as well. But uh, yeah, so I didn't realize. You know, last week we we decided. You know, she was talking about that. So well, let's talk about uh, women's role in the church and uh, the biblical stance on female preachers. I didn't realize tomorrow is the International Day for Women <laughs> on March 8th. So, <laughs> well, you know, let's get something straight here, you know. And uh, I've said this the other day in a devotion. For those who've seen it, you, you, you know, you probably know what I'm going to say here. But, you know, <clears throat> we're in a society where it's all about female empowerment. It's all about glorifying women. And little boys are kind of left in the dirt, you know. It's like if you're a boy, you're a massagist. If you're a man, you're a massagist, you know. And uh, you need to sit down and shut up. Women can do everything and anything. And little boys are to be more like little girls. And that's not how God intended it, you know. Women were made to be women. Boys were made to be boys. Boys are rambunctious. Men have a different way of looking at things. You know, men are from Venus and women are from Mars or whatever that I, book is. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But uh, again, women are to be able to do everything that, uh, Cecil said good timing, mm -hmm. that women are able to do uh, the things that a man can't do and men do the things that women can't do. We mm -hmm. complement each other. That's yeah. what it's about is complementing each other. That's what we work together, yeah. all right, as a team. And the fact they're trying to make women more masculine is wrong because God made it to where men are to be the protectors. And, um, you know, now that's not to take away from single mothers who've done no. tremendously good jobs raising their children. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting them down. Anybody doing, and I'm not saying that women can't be anything. We have a daughter. I love my daughter dearly. Yes. And as long as she puts Jesus first, there's nothing she can't do. If God wants her to be an astronaut, hey, there ain't nothing going to stop it. Yeah. She can be president or drive a race car or teach or be a custodian. I mean, whatever the Lord calls her to do, there's nothing in the world that can stop that from happening. And I'm proud of her no matter what. And that's the perspective we have to have. We're seeing, you know, the misogyny is, uh, uh, the definition is a hatred towards women. But in fact, what we see in today's society is misandry is a hatred towards men. 
And um, and so that is, you know, there's not a balance. It's, you know, if you ever notice, it's like one above the yeah. other. And uh, this this feminist uh, approach to everything. In fact, didn't you even have a little boy tell you here recently? He said, yeah, uh, we were yeah. watching some, like, you know, educational video, and it was a superhero, and it was a girl. And he looked, and he was first grade, and he said, why can't that be a boy instead yeah. of a girl? And I, it really hit me. Yeah. It is. If you notice, everything is female driven. Like I said, I'm not putting women down. I love my wife dearly. I love my daughter. I love my mama. I don't. I'm not, women are beautiful creations that God has made, and uh, they can do wonderful, terrific things. Trust me. I don't want to birth a baby the size of a watermelon mm -hmm. through the size of a, a pea, a straw, or a pea, <laughs> or whatever. I don't. You know, women can do wonderful things. They're very strong. They trust me. Uh, she can be sick and keeps on carrying on. I get the man cold. I hey, I'm down and out. So you know, yeah, exactly. But it's just that uh, if you notice, everything is female empowerment, female driven. Characters on television shows, uh, you know, it's like everybody has a daughter. It's like very rarely you ever see anybody ever have a son to carry on something on a TV show or movie. It's just you know, I, I don't really underst understand this, this. This they almost act like women have never been able to accomplish anything until just a few years ago. I mean, I don't. It's just I don't wonder. I don't get this. Women and, have been able to do great things yeah, throughout history. And I mean, yeah. me as a forty-year-old woman, I grew up and I never felt that I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I never felt that I was. I mean, yeah. I felt like I could do anything we, that we, a, yeah. a boy able, could do. Yeah, women were have been able to do anything they wanted to now. There was a time when women's suffrage movement was needed, so exactly. they would have the right to vote, the right to drive. Of course, that's right. when America fell. Uh, 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 nobody's ever voted. <laughs> you get that? Women got the right to vote and drive. Anyway, uh, yeah, nobody's so, laughing. Oh, okay. But we anyway, don't have a live studio audience. <laughs> Let's hope not. They're really silent. Yes. Uh, a live studio audience. We got our dogs. dogs. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but anyway, of course, I was joking. Of course, you know that was needed. All right, yeah. they needed their rights, and uh, they weren't being held back. But the liberal agenda. Uh, put down women's roles as uh, that it was looked down upon to be a housewife, to be a mother, right. to do those things. And that is a wonderful and beautiful thing. But the great thing about this country, you know, the freedom is that women are allowed to work outside the home and they can and be, be CEOs, yeah, be and, doctors, yeah. a lawyer, they can be anything they want to be, you know, so you, they have the freedom. But I don't understand this Hollywood push that they act like that women are held back and they don't make as much as men. Well, Truth of the matter is, statistically, most women take on jobs like teaching and things like that that don't normally make as much as a man. But that those scenarios, like you said, have flipped a lot because now you have a lot of women CEOs. Yeah. You have a lot of women uh, who are very powerful and and right. uh, and, and rich. And uh, uh, if I find one, I may have to dump. No, I'm teasing. Huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> so. I might have been something if you didn't rob the cradle. Brandy, now don't lie. I was only eight, nineteen, mm -hmm. and you, you was twenty-seven. Eight, nineteen. What is your problem? <laughs> I was nineteen. You were twenty-seven. Yeah. I'll sit there and lie. I was nineteen, and he was twenty-seven. Oh, Mister, her lie. Shame on you. Yes. <laughs> Let's read in God's Word because I think we need to. I think you need to. <laughs> if you got your Bibles, look at First Timothy chapter two, and uh, we're going to read verses eleven through fourteen. Of course, the focus will be on. 11 here, or 12 rather, uh, says, Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection, but I suffer not a woman to teach nor to usurp authority over the man, 
but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. And as me old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. So, uh, Mr. Hamilton says more and more men are failing to be the head of the household. Step up. Amen, brother. I mean, I agree completely. Yeah, it's With, the men failing too. Oh, I mean, yeah, without a doubt. They would rather stay yeah. home and be yeah. uh, the mom yeah. and let their wife go out because exactly. they make more money. Which, which if, that's, if that's what they agree on, it's, it, right. I think... Is I think the man should work and provide for his family. I think it sets up a, a precedence for a poor role model when the man stays home. But, you know, it's not that that's anything really wrong, even though I personally don't agree with it. There's nothing biblically you know, wrong with that, right. uh, you know. But uh, but my point is not so much that. It's the fact there's a lot of absentee fathers out there. Uh, my daughter hates it when I say this. It's like there's a lot of men who want to come to the party, but they want to clean up the mess. <laughs> All right? So And uh, that's it. They want to... Uh, uh, they don't mind making the babies, but they don't want to be there right. once the baby's born. And uh, you got a lot of FC fathers. You got a lot of fathers who are not leading spiritually, not being the head of their homes, not having their families in church. So men have a lot to answer for. And because you are to be the head of the home, you are to set that example. And when you are not fit doing that, you're failing on yourself, but your family. So uh, Cecil's right here. Men do need to step it up big time. So we see here in God's word in First Timothy. Now, when we see this here, that uh, uh, to suffer not, in verse 12 here specifically, but I suffer not a woman to teach nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. Now, <clears throat> when I was trying to find the, excuse me, when I was trying to find a, um, uh, that verse that I just, the slide I just put up there, uh, you wouldn't believe uh, some of the ungodly uh, slides that come up, nothing pornographic. But it showed it made it look like a man was abusing a woman using this very verse. I mean, it showed it looked like he was slapping her, showing this verse. And I, I thought, I had to look at it. I thought, am I really seeing this? And so apparently that's how some people view uh, this particular piece of Scripture in God's Word. This is by no means putting down a woman. You know, it, it, this verse, you know, one way you want to always understand God's Word, if you're, if you're, always, if you're ever confused, we should read some of the verses above it and read some of the verses below it. Nine times out of ten, it's going to explain itself just as this does. For Adam was formed, then Eve. Adam was formed first, then Eve. And then we read here in 14, Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. So because the woman was initially deceived and then Adam, uh, that is uh, one reason why uh, that um, man is put uh, over woman. It's not to say that man is... Um, uh, Sins less by no stretch of the imagination. They both sinned. They both uh, defied God. They were both disobedient to God. And um, but you know, as as God is is head uh, of of the church, as God is the groom and the church is the bride of Christ. You see this. You know, when you when you look at God's word, you know, some people they want to say, it, which really makes me upset. Well, we don't know if God's a male or a female. Well, if you know anything about vocabulary at all, if you know anything about grammar at all, there is masculine, there is neuter, there is feminine uh, that uh, that you can look at in vocabulary. So we know through looking at God's word and the Hebrew and in the Greek that God is masculine. All right, so there's no doubt about that, that God is masculine. That we can put away right off the bat. And uh, because God is the head, he is the groom, just as church is the bride, the man is the head of the home spiritually. You know, we, we talked about this last week in the roles of husbands and wives mm -hmm. and how that um, 
that man is to be the head of the home spiritually, to have his family in church, to be that leader, but... All right, he is not to be the dictator. He is not to uh, to, to be the tyrant. Uh, they both men and women are to work together. You know, we you know, some men. I have literally counseled men who've come in and said, uh, "She's supposed to submit to me." And I said, "Well, looks in here, buddy. Uh, down below that says you are to love your wife as your own body. Whoever hated their own body, you are to work equally together. All right. The only thing she needs to submit to you for is spiritually." Is how is the only way she is to submit to you. Outside of that, you work together. One uh-huh. one is not above the the other. You know we are a body of Christ. Now, with that said, all right, that men are to be um, uh, the head of the home. All right, I mean the head. I mean head of the church. Head of the church. I'll get out here in a second. Thank you, Brandy. Yes. But if you look at the roles of of the uh, of the elders. Of the church, one thing that it talks about is that uh, uh, the elder, in, in describing what uh, wrong me tonight, and it, let me slow down. Let me use my words. Yes, All right. use your words. <laughs> use my you words. I know. Uh, use my words. My my brain's like this. It's in my mouth, trying to keep up. I'm just so, just observing. Well, you're doing a good job observing, Brandy. Yes, because you're just just blah blah blah. blah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Like. Okay, Brandy. <laughs> Thank you, Brandy. Yes. Okay. So uh, we see here that uh, in chapter three, all right, in uh, starting with verse one, says, "This is a true saying: If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife. All right. The uh, the pastor is the elder or the bishop, if you will." So it's kind of hard, that verse alone, all right, says the husband of one wife. Don't know about you, but it's kind of hard if a woman wants to be a preacher to be the husband of one wife. Now, in today's society, <laughs> you know, before that kind of made sense. In today's society, they might to misconstrue that. But um, uh, it says that the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, not given to wine, nor striker, nor greedy, or filthy lucre, the patient, not a brawler, not covetous. And so, you know, and it goes off. When you get a chance, go ahead and read uh, uh, chapter 3 there, and it gives the uh, uh, the description. Of what, in fact, I fail miserably at that, but God has called me to the ministry and is the man's role. If you are, you know, I, I don't want to make you mad, but if you're attending a church and they have pastors and it's got the woman's name along with that, uh, you need to really pray about that. I mean, I was going to be honest with you. You're going to have to really bring it for the Lord and pray about that because what they are doing is directly against God's word. And you can sit there and say, well, that's your opinion. That's your interpretation. Well, they think it's been, oh, it's old and antiquated and our society has come a long way. But yeah, but here's the thing though. Yeah, and you're right. They think, oh, that's that's progressive and diverse. But, you know, I don't care what society and how culture might change. God's word is the same today as it was 2,000 years ago or beyond that. If you put the Old Testament, in fact, the Mosaic alphabet predates much of of writing in society. Well, that's another topic for another day. But anyway, uh, the fact of the matter is that um, uh, we have to understand that 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 is a... um, they're, they're defying God's word in what they're doing. And uh, we have to stick to God's word. It's not about 
your interpretation. It's not about how you want to take it. It's what God's word truly means in you know, the, the hermeneutics, uh, the proper interpretation. But there's no misunderstanding that. You know, like I said, society's going to change. Culture's going to change. Ideas are going to change. And this idea of progressive. Now, what we have to understand, all right, it's not wrong for a woman to teach in the church. If she wants to teach like Sunday school classes or something like that, nothing wrong with that, teaching children. If, if women want to evangelize, nothing unbiblical about that. She is not to take the head of the church and be over other men. That is what that's referring to. But as far as teaching or evangelizing, you had uh, people like uh, Miriam and uh, Hulda, uh Phoebe. You had uh, uh, many women throughout the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, who had roles and that were evangelists, that were courageous, that loved God, and there's nothing wrong with it. So make sure that is that is clear, okay? Uh, Caesar says God's way, not public opinion, but exactly, you know, yeah. just like it's it's wrong for a homosexual pastor. That you know, and I and I may uh, uh, that might be our topic for discussion next week, uh, because the only reason I wanted to bring that up about homosexuality is. Um, just some of the things I've seen today in regards to, uh, well, that, if, if that's just what they want to do. Who are we to judge? And I, in fact, somebody wrote on there, uh, under another post, I started to write something. I thought, no, nah, I don't want to get into that. Uh, but anyway, we'll save it. I don't want to get into it yeah. tonight. But anyway. But just think so, of like yeah. the Beth Moores and yeah. the uh, Joyce Myers. <clears throat> what if they had used the gifts and talents yeah. that God gave them to talk with other women exactly. or teach children and another exactly. generation coming up instead of the children that's coming up now in godless homes and everything yeah. else. Why didn't they use their talent for that? Exactly. I am not a pastor yeah. and I've, you know, like tried to do women's groups and stuff like that. And I mean, I know what God done for me and I read my Bible you know, I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, but does that make me smart enough that I can get up in front of a hundred people and tell them about Christ? I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that as well, a person. Say, you know, if if it was God's will, if I was in, in the scripture, yeah, if God that, could, yeah. yeah, but that's not what that's saying. Exactly. But God's word says for the older women to train up the younger women. Exactly. You know, so and that's young, what so. you need to do. If yeah. you feel like, oh, I'm a woman and I've been called to be a pastor, why don't you look around and see other women struggling, pick them up, yeah. help them. You don't have to be the pastor of a church to do what God wants you to do and to spread the word. I go out every day and, you know, I'll be saying something and somebody, I might ask them if they're a Christian. That's not wrong, but does that make me a pastor? No, that makes me a Christian. Exactly. And, you know, there's, uh, well, you're talking about that. It made me think, I can't, my mind's, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know where the, I'm on so much medication where I'm sick or what, but, it was the, uh, it was, uh, there was a lady, this is, of course has been about the turn of the century, and she uh, come to, I want to say uh, Spurgeon, but I'm not sure if that's right or not, but she said, uh, you know, I wanted to be a preacher, and he said, well, you need to start at home, and yeah. she ended up uh, raising uh, great men of God, I mean, yeah. well-known, famous men of God, like I said, those men's names have, have went blank on me, you would know them as soon as I said them, right. but uh, that's just it, you, it starts at home, and women are nurturers, and, and they are caring, and they can work with the, the children, and and even in the home or at church and, yeah. and they use their gifts and talents that men don't possess 
to in order to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. But when it comes to being a pastor, God's word cannot be more clear. All right, you, I mean, look at First Timothy uh, eleven uh, through uh, fourteen in particular, and then if you look at, like I said, uh, chapter three, uh, verse uh, two, and the, you can't argue that. Uh, you know, just like the homosexuality issue, people try to say, oh, well, that's an Old Testament. That, that I was done away with. Well, there were certain things that were done away with. Like I said, we'll get into that next week. I hate to do that, but the New Testament reinforces that because we see like with homosexuality, right. talk we see in Genesis uh, 2, we see in um, uh, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, uh, Corinthians, Romans. And so, you know, there's no, no argument, even a debate biblically on that. But Anyway, I, don't, I hate to jump the gun on that, but I saw that today, and it's, it's on, right. on my mind. But the thing of the matter is, God loves women, all right? And Christianity, unlike any other religion in the world, uplifts women, glorifies women. In fact, it was revolutionary during the time, biblical times, Christianity, because during that time, uh, the Muslims would force women to walk eight steps behind them. They were, and even in the Jewish uh, communities, they wouldn't allow women to worship in the temple. And when Christianity came along, they were able to worship right alongside we, uh, men. They were uh, they were told to respect women, to love women. No other religion done that. So you know, uh, it's not in no way, shape, or fashion is it to put women down in any way. So don't misunderstand that. Uh, God loves women. Men are are told to love women. We are to be respectful. In fact, I'm wanting to. Uh, get in local high school here and even do an after-school program uh, teaching uh, young men uh, life skills as far as how to uh, do a, a job interview, how to tie a tie, but most importantly, to show proper respect to women because, just as Cecil was talking about here, so many men have, have failed to do their job to teach young men how to treat a lady, to never, there is never an excuse for a man to ever put his hands on a woman. Now, I've told my son that. In fact, when he was real little, his mother contacted me one time, said he's got, he got in this, he, of course, he was little. I mean, he's like about six or seven years old. Yeah. He's wanting to hit her and his, and his sister. And I sat down, had even at that age, and I said, uh, you know, you don't do that. You know, yeah. There's never an excuse. If you ever get that angry, right? any man watches, you get that angry, take your fanny outside and go for a walk, go for a drive, cool off. There's no excuse for that. Now, I understand some women probably ask, for, you know, if they're putting their hands on you and hitting you, you might think, well, well, then I need to, you know, best thing to do is just either call 911, get out of there, hold her arms back, just get the heck out of there, just go. And you both need to get counseling if that's the case. Yeah. If you're both being physical. Just respect each yeah, other. Yeah, but you've got to have, but like I said last week, the only way for a relationship to work and last is putting Jesus Christ first right. in your lives and in your relationship. That's the only way it's going to work. And I don't want to hear any, I mean, I don't yeah. want any of these women to hear this and yeah. be like, oh my gosh, she's probably in such a bad relationship. He probably tells yeah. her what to do. Yeah. And she probably, this man has been nothing but respectful to me, our whole marriage. I'm giving him a compliment. <laughs> and he's always been good to me and showed me things. And I mean, and revealed things to me as a pastor, as my pastor and as my husband and Nobody, he's never held me down. Actually, he's uplifted me. I mean, I was a stay-at-home mother, and I'm not ashamed of that. I was a stay-at-home mother for 13 years. I'm not ashamed of it. God provided enough for us to do that. I think children need the nurturing of their mother. Their fathers are good, but they need that. My daughter still, to this day, sits on my lap at 16 years old and wants mama to hold her. Me, at 40 years old, I still sit on my mama's lap wanting but, her for love. But be, you know, make, be, make, understand this, though. You know, of course, we had to sacrifice a lot. Yeah, uh, we didn't have nothing. Before her to stay home. You know, <laughs> there was a big sacrifice. 
But now not all women can do no, that. No, you know? and I don't so, blame you yeah, if you can. Yeah, I mean, we're not putting a woman down no. because she has to go to work. or you know, I'm sure there's a lot of women, if they had their, their druthers, they would rather be able yeah. to stay home with their kids. Or, I know people yeah, like that. Yeah, so I want to be careful about yeah. that. I don't want any woman to feel, well, well the heck with them. You know, I don't have a choice uh, to... Uh, and I uh, work yeah. now, yeah, so. but, I mean, you know. But, uh, um, so... You know, that's just it. You know, I've always tried to encourage Brandy. Am I been perfect? No. Do we have, we got into major Have I been fun? perfect? No. No. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> we have both locked horns. We both have fought. You know, that's just what a marriage does. But the main thing of it is, uh, is God's word is, it cannot be more clear in regards to female pastors. That is, it is unbiblical. There's just no way to put it. In fact, when I was in seminary, uh, there was, uh, we had these um, online, um, I don't know, like chat rooms, if you will, and uh, that were we had to in order for part of our grade was to have certain discussions, and one of the topics was uh, female pastors, and there was a woman there going to school at Luther Rise to be a pastor, and I confronted her. I mean, I wouldn't try to be a jerk about it, but I said, "How do you justify that?" You know, and I gave her these scriptures. How do you? Uh, you know, uh, she would not answer me. I, I asked her two or three different times. Explain to me how you explain away these scriptures, and she refused to answer me. She would not acknowledge that. And I'm sure there's a female pastor out there that will. And I know that there's there's Methodists out there that have female pastors, and and they may be good people, but what they're doing is wrong. I, there's just no other way about it. It is unbiblical, and it is wrong. And it and, and it really bothered me all week because we've yeah. been doing these podcasts, yeah. and I don't want to come across as I'm trying to be a pastor, and yeah. I'm just trying to be a woman, a Christian woman married to a Christian man that most of the time I want to kill, but... I don't want people to think that I'm trying to be some kind of preacher and like spread the gospel like that. I mean, I'm just trying to be a voice of reason. No. <laughs> I'm just a girl. Exactly. Yeah. In the world. <laughs> so, anyway, I hope that we made this pretty much clear this evening. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure we go into a lot more detail and, in regards to uh, the, the roles of. of females in the church like i said another offer to evangelize to right. teach within the church and all that but to be a pastor no that is wrong and a man is to be the head of the church and to be uh be called to remember, pastor there's bunches of children uh, at yeah. church that needs just as yeah. i mean we need teachers we need yeah. people guiding our young girls not to go down this path my daughter talks about how many homosexual girls there are yeah. at high school I mean, they need us to show them how to be women, exactly. how to be godly women, and not just the example, I mean, yeah. of just whatever you want to do. There's just a lack of, of role models within the church, within the Christian community. But that's one thing we're hitting on tomorrow evening. Um, you can either tune in online. I prefer you come out to the church physically. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I think you get more out of it when you're there at the church. It's talking about hypocrites. That's that's the topic of discussion. Now, tomorrow, uh, we're going to be we're talking about fearfully and wonderfully made and how we are unique in God's eyes. Uh, so that'd be the topic of tomorrow morning's uh, message. But tomorrow evening, we're talking about hypocrites. And it's just, you know, so many younger people view us as hypocrites. We say one thing, but then do another. And we right. say we're changed, but then we show road rage or ready to fight or flipping somebody off. But yet we're saying right. we're a Christian. And, you know, and so we're these, drinking these, yeah, these and... kids are getting mixed messages. And when you have churches out there saying homosexuality is okay, you got society saying it's okay. And so these kids are going down a very bad path. Uh, and so it's our responsibility 
to demonstrate and show the love of Jesus Christ and show the right way. It's not unloving to say something is wrong. And uh, it just like I'm not trying to be unloving by pointing out being a woman pastor is wrong, that homosexuality is wrong. It's not about that. I only do it because I, I, I have a passion for Jesus Christ and I want to do what's right in God's right. eyes. And I know that there are topics that are not popular uh, in society. Or not that, talked about. They're not talked church. about at all because they don't want to offend. And we have to preach. I think that's so many, what so many people are searching for. They want real, realism. They want, right. They're tired of the fluff, the peace and prosperity teachings. I mean, it's they popular. Yeah, and cool yeah. to have all this going on, yeah. but you need to know the actual Bible, yeah. not just exactly. what everybody thinks that the society is. Yeah, you know, she's talking about, I, you know, people uh, say, might say, well, she's probably just brainwashed by him. He tells yeah. what to do. In fact, family it, members. <laughs> uh, in fact, even before this, this broadcast, I, I, I went to her and told her, I said, listen, you be yourself. You just if you don't like something I say, disagree with me. Right. You know, I want your perspective. That's the whole main reason we're having you on here. Right. I even reinforced that, told her, hey, if if you don't like agree with what I'm saying, say so. Yeah, you know I mean, you that? people think I don't agree yeah. with. I mean, everything that he says, he don't agree with everything I say. I don't. I mean, I take advice from him, but it's not like. Oh, Brandy, you have to go in there and fix me this. You got to go do this. Get in the kitchen. Make me some pie. Yeah, go to the kitchen, woman. I mean, it's not like that. When you love somebody, you want to do different things like that. He shows me respect. I show him respect One in different ways. One time she pulled a knife on me, so I got a couple pieces of bread. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought I'd on Facebook. I thought that was funny. That was not. <laughs> that wasn't funny at all. But now I encourage her. Hey, you know, uh, I want your point of view and I want your perspective. If you don't agree with what I'm saying or say, no, wait a minute. What, explain that again. I don't understand what you all do that. I encourage that, you know, and... Uh, because I want her here, uh, and that's one reason I like having her here in discussions such as this, that women can see her, you know, that, hey, you know, we're, we're working on this together. And then as yeah. a woman, she understands what God's Word is saying. And I'm not trying to portray a, a hyper-masculine view of God's Word. Exactly, just, I, because you know, he is not. I mean, our daughter has him wrapped. masculine? <laughs> well, I mean, you're not, like, misogynist. I mean, yeah. our daughter has him wrapped around her finger. And, and I, I've always encouraged her. Yeah. Do you think she would And he's been? always yeah. encouraged me. Yeah. I never went to college, and he encouraged me to go back to school. I mean, I didn't finish, but and he encouraged me with my job. I have now that I could do it and I was smart enough and exactly and I you know I, I love and respect him but I respect you thank you and see that's how it goes I don't have to be the preacher of the church to feel respect by him I don't have to be over top of him and making every move I mean making every decision for us and for him you know that's it there's, uh, there's a lot of men out there that need to be men but you know it's just that main thing it is putting God first in your lives and yeah. relationship and there are things in God's Word that's going to step on toes. There's things in God's Word people aren't going to like, but that's it's needed because if there was uh, not that conviction of sins, uh, <laughs> at, uh, Cecil said, uh, Brandy, not yeah, funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was not funny. He even thought that it wasn't funny. But, Thank you, Cecil. Uh, it's just that we need that conviction of sins. See, when we have that conviction of sins, we know that we're in need of a Savior. We know that we're in need of change. And that's why there are certain topics that you don't like. It's going to yeah, hit you hard. I, I didn't want to do this topic yeah, really yeah. because I do know people and I know... You know people? Yes, I do know a couple of people. <laughs> and I know people mm. don't think that this is a big deal. And I don't want them to not like me because this is the way I feel. And I don't want them to be like, oh gosh, she's like one of those weirdo Christians. Mm. Like, no, I'm not. I'm just a normal person. Just exactly. give them... 
I mean, give them my advice. I know what the Bible says clearly. I don't take it out of context. Yeah. I mean. But, uh, you know, I know today's society, is, it's not uh, uh, what women want to hear for a man to be the head of anything, you know. But that's just, if you're going to be a born-again Bible-believing Christian, you have to understand that it is the, a man is to be the head of the church. It is biblical for a man to be a pastor. It is not biblical for a woman to be a pastor. And uh, they, you know, like I said, I may rub some feathers and so be it. But anyway, we're out of time. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to message me. Uh, you can private email me at flbc77 at gmail.com. I'll message her here on Facebook. And uh, uh, if you have any questions or if you don't like what I had to say, so, hey, we need to talk. I don't agree with this. Explain, you know, hey, that's what I'm here for. Please so. don't send me any hate mail. <laughs> don't send me any hate mail. I'm, I'm, I don't want hate mail. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and close in prayer if that's okay. Therefore, Lord Jesus, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day, your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for this uh, very imperative uh, topic tonight. And Lord, uh, even though there may be aspects and areas of the Bible we may not like or agree with, let us always submit to it. Let us serve you. And Lord, uh, let us glorify you. Let us use your word to be edified and to be equipped and to glorify you. And Lord, for someone watching this evening that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yeah. Well, guys and gals, it's been a great time this evening. We try to keep it around 30 or 40 minutes max on our uh, uh, broadcast, Sorry, podcast, if you will. But I um, uh, just want to invite you out. If you would like to visit or don't have a home church, 118 Julie Lane Fountain of Life Bible Church. We have a 9 and a 1045 a.m. service on Sunday morning, 6 o'clock on Sunday night, 7 o'clock on Wednesday evening. And like I said, tomorrow's morning's topic, I'll be bringing the message uh, discussing how we are unique and fearfully wonderfully made and then tomorrow night we'll be talking about uh, being hypocrites and uh, we're all hypocrites on some level so uh, and I think mm -hmm. it's a, an imperative uh, uh, teaching a topic to uh, to discuss thank you Mr. Hamilton glad you watched and thank you for all for watching this evening and hope everybody has a great wonderful and blessed day and as I say every morning I'll live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching